around the world and here at home, bringing relief, hope, and the life-changing message of Jesus. You're listening to the Mize Missions Podcast with Terry Mize. Hello, everyone. God bless you and welcome today to Terry Mize Ministries Podcast. We are just delighted to talk to you and visit with you, and we've got some good things that I believe will minister to you, help you, encourage you in your life and family and business in every area, because that's what the Word of God will do. I always want to remind you that Terry has wonderful resources for you over on the Terry Mize Ministries website. If you'd like to sign up for the monthly newsletter, you may do so also there on the website. There's our schedule of our services and where we're traveling to next, and we've got a busy schedule already the first part of this year. So we look forward to hearing from you. Send us your prayer requests. Give us your testimonies. We'd love to hear what God's doing in your life. And we stand with those that are in need today and believe God with you in Jesus' name that your Amen. needs are being met and that your life is going to be like a water garden. That's Jeremiah 31. Well, Darden, let's just talk to the folks today about what's on your heart. Well, amen. You know, we're uh, we're actually in Miami, Florida today, so we're having to make the podcast uh, not in our professional offices with professional equipment, <laughs> but right. on the iPhone today. And uh, uh, we're here after having been with uh, uh, Jerry Moore, Pastor Jerry Moore, at Words of Life Church in their big conference they have every year. Uh, they call words uh, words of his power, or word of his power. And uh, Kenneth Copeland, uh, we were here for the portion that Kenneth Copeland did. Now, Bill Winston was also here, Jesse DePlantis and Billy Burke were also here, Samuel Rodriguez was here. But we flew in for the last three days when Brother Copeland was here and, and uh, got to spend time with uh, with them and, 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 the, and, uh, and the Moors and the, the ministry. And, and of course, I've been very close to this church and the Moors yes. for a long, long time, they decades. Love you. <laughs> and, well, I love we, them too. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And Pastor Stan Moore, uh, at 91 years old, passed away January a year ago. And so uh, Jerry, uh, his his lovely wife and widow and our dear friend, uh, is pastoring the church and doing a bang-up job Wonderful of it, a job. great job of it. Such an anointed And lady. so we came just to be with them. They wanted us to be with them and, and um, um, just had a good time. And then last night was out to dinner with uh, with Jerry and, and a couple of the grandkids. And, and uh, of course, I'm speaking here, uh, not this coming Sunday, but the next Sunday on March the... Uh, 11th, 11th. I'm speaking mm-hmm. for them, and um, and so I'm really looking forward to that. And, and during right. this conference, during this meeting with Brother Copeland, Jerry asked me, Pastor Moore asked me twice to get up and receive the offering. And of course, I enjoy receiving offerings. I never, <laughs> never, 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 never do it because I preach for pastors everywhere, and they're the ones that take up the offerings. I don't right. take up the offerings. And then even if we're in our meetings in other countries, in missions, I don't take up offerings there. Even with my 20 years of being with the Romanian pastors, you know, I don't take up offerings there. I just pay for everything. Right. And, right. <laughs> and, uh, and so, so I rarely, rarely get to receive an offering. Uh, but I love to do it because I love to share on, on how giving can affect you and what you can do with your giving and how you control your receiving by your giving. You, you Just like any farmer, you control your harvest uh, by your by your sowing, by your seed. And it depends on how much seed you put in the ground, how much harvest you get out of the ground. And so I really enjoyed doing that on two different occasions that she asked me to, 
to do that, and, and the people gave and responded to it. But my, my thing is, you know, so many preachers stand up in the pulpit, and when they take an offering, they kind of try to find a scripture that's kind of like bait. You know, it's like, right. I'm going to reel you in, and <laughs> how do I get the people to give? And that that's never my that's never my intention. That's never my point. My, my point is always um, how how... Look how you can get blessed. Look how you can get involved. Right, right. And I was just, in fact, I was saying to you yesterday, just the two of us alone in the car uh, as we were driving to breakfast, I think it was, uh, I, I said, you just think all of us that were there this week at this conference, every one of us, I mean, you and I gave both out of our ministry and we right, gave personally. Right. You, you wrote personal checks and put in the offering and then you wrote ministry checks right. and put in the offering. And, yes, I did. And I, and I said to you yesterday, just just think all of us that gave into this offering, this this conference, we're we're a part and parcel. We're a partner. Uh, we're the ones that made this meeting happen. That's right. And and had none of us given, the church couldn't put the meeting on. No, that's had right. Had none of us given, Brother Colvin couldn't have, couldn't have done the meeting, uh, and the other guys that I mentioned. Uh, and and because we did give, every one of us that gave anything at all, we have a part of whatever harvest comes in in the spirit. That's right. Anybody that gets saved, anybody that gets filled with the Holy Spirit, anybody that gets <laughs> healed, right. anybody that gets their faith restored, anybody that gets, gets any kind of a miracle of any kind, a touch of any kind, a, a ministry of any kind from, from God, uh, we get to be part of that. We plant a seed toward that. So, and, and not only for just live while we were there, but anybody that watches BVOV, because they were, they were Brother Colvin's ministry was taping it, and they'll show it on BVOVN. And uh, and also anybody that listens to the CDs in the future or the DVDs in the future, I mean, somebody may buy these this set and give it to some relative or some right, friend, right. and they may listen to it six months from now, right. and and get blessed and their life changed around or get delivered to drugs or get healed or get ministered to somewhere. And and you know we we were part of that. That's right. Every That's person right. that gave a dollar was a part, were a part of getting that miracle to that person. And people don't understand sometimes. You know, I, I ministered a, min, a message years ago and. I, and I've repeated it a few times over the years, but the, the, the purpose and the power of partnership. Right. I mean, it's absolutely powerful. No, it is. The Word says a threefold cord is hardly broken. You know, the Word's got all those, those scriptures in it about, about agreement and about two people doing something. If two agree, if two or three are there. Uh, just all those agreements, how can two walk together lest they be agreed? Let's speak the same thing in love. Right. All those agreement scriptures, all those powerful scriptures about being more than one, and and how that if one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. And so we together, the body of Christ together, when we partner together, we partner with 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 the meeting here at Words of Life. We partner with Brother Colvin, people that partner with us, people right. that partner with us. I've got I've got precious little ladies that that are living off of Social Security that send me money. Right. And, and for years I've had right. partners like that, and I'm responsible for that money. And I think about that when I go. Uh, overseas and spend this money. I think, dear God, sister so-and-so gave this money and sister so-and-so gave this money and this dear friend gave this money and this dear right. friend gave this money. Right. And because of that, people's lives get changed and blind eyes get opened and deaf ears oh, get unstopped right. and that's cripples right. walk and devils are cast out and people are saved and ba- people that couldn't have babies have babies and exactly. just miracles take place all because some precious saint, some precious Christian, man, woman, boy right. or girl, sent some money Sent a seed, took a seed, 
uh, that was precious. It represents their time, their effort, their labor, represents their life. They planted that seed with us. We became partners together. Mm-hmm. And so I being their servant, they sent me to Africa or sent me to India or sent me somewhere around the world. You and I were just in Samoa and, and New Zealand. Some people sent us there, That's you know, right. and uh, sure did. my, 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 just, just the power of partnership, oh, it's the purpose of partnership. And I was just thinking that as, as, as Jerry asked me to, to receive those two offerings. Well, you did I got an to, outstanding job. I got people up and, so and, we're, and I've always told people, I said, I'll, I'll, give. Yeah, and I've always told people, I said, now I won't come take it. I've had pastors say, would you come take an offering for me? And I said, yeah, but I won't do it cold turkey. I won't just stand up and say, all right, y'all give. I mean, I want to take the word <laughs> right. and explain to them from the word, teach them from the word, why uh, it should be done and how they're going to get blessed because of it. You know, Oral Roberts was my my friend and not only one of the greatest ministers on the planet but my friend and when he and i both lived in tulsa and he moved away a long long time ago of course he's been in heaven now for numbers of years but he moved from tulsa my goodness 20 years i guess before he died and then i moved from tulsa a long time ago and now i've moved back but when we both lived in tulsa back back a long time ago he would call me from time to time or his wife evelyn would call him Jackie and I'd run up to the prayer tower, run up to the the, the ministry, and or I'd run up to the ministry, and and one day, and, and and Oral would share lots of stuff with me and minister to us and talk to us, and and uh, one day he said to me, he said, you know, Terry, he said I would not go to a church that doesn't take up offerings, and he said I wouldn't go to a church that uh, takes up an offering without telling people what the word says about it and how God will bless them, and and that's just vitally important. I remember another time I sat with him and. And we was at lunch, and he he looked at me, and just the two of us sitting there eating together. And he said, uh, he said, Terry, Christians are the stupidest people on the face of the earth. <laughs> and it kind of shocked me, you know. And I said, well, Brother Oral, why would so. you say something like that? And he said, well, because Christians are the only people on the face of the earth that eat their seed. And when he said that, Renee, I knew immediately that that was true because I've been with... I've been with tribes in the jungle that wouldn't eat the seed. Right. Yeah, I've been with tribes in the jungle that they'll go out and they'll plant seed, and that seed will grow and it'll turn into a harvest, and they'll harvest it, <coughs> and uh, they'll take the bless you. They'll take the seed and, and and go sell it and take it into town and barter it and trade it for good other right. goods. But yet they'd always keep a bunch of seed back that was for harvest next year, oh, that's and right. they'd cover that Planting seed up and they'd seed. protect it and they'd keep the rodents out of it and they'd, right. I mean, they'd they'd keep it protected because they knew if they ate that seed or if that seed got destroyed that they would not have anything to plant next year and if they don't have anything to plant they're not going to have a harvest well and they chose back the best seed well that's exactly right they kept back the best so that it would produce each year a better crop absolutely they weren't trying to just keep any seed sure it was the best seed which is in type the same parallel in the Word of God that God asked for the first fruits, the best of the crop. Sure. And that's that's really important for people to think higher up on the food chain. <laughs> sure. So I said to Oral, as soon as I realized that, I said, I said, you know, Brother Oral, you're right. Christians are the dumbest people on the face of the earth because they're the only people that eat their seed. We've got to learn not to eat our seed. You know, Second uh, right. Corinthians, Paul writes to the Corinthian church in chapters 8 and 9. He's talking about giving, not tithing. He's talking about giving. Right. And uh, and he makes a statement there that, that says that, that God ministers seed to the sower, sower. and bread to, to the, the eater. eater. And you know, for years and years and years, I've looked at that scripture and I've thought about Christians, how that so many Christians eat their seed and how many Christians sow their bread. And you know, that's backwards. 
We need to make sure we know when we get money in. I've, t- I've told people this for years and told my family this, that when you get money in, you need to look at that money and say, now, now, how, what of this is seed right. and what of it is bread? How much of this is seed and how much of this is bread? Because God wants us to eat the bread. You know, he doesn't want us to eat the seed, but he wants us to eat the bread. And so we need to put aside a portion that's bread that we can eat. And if God gives you bread, then he wants you to what? Eat it. Eat it. But then by the same token, he gives you seed. And that seed, he doesn't want you to eat. That seed is for you to plant Mm -hmm. so that you can be a sower, so you can sow, and so that you'll have seed in the ground that can produce for you a harvest again of seed and bread. And so you separate and you say, this is seed, seed I'm going to sow. This is bread, bread I'm going to eat. Now, right. don't, don't eat the seed and don't sow the bread, but, right. but eat the bread and sow the seed. Well, and it takes a higher class level, and I think a more dignified, slowed down concept of living our life and managing our money so that we don't get in a hurry, the devil doesn't pressure us, daily lifestyle doesn't intimidate us with its needs, and we actually do things in order and planning in a way that helps us learn, if money answers all things, then we've got to manage it in a way that will obey God first. And then the blessing of the Lord comes in the managing of the money in order to to take care of our family and do the things that we desire doing that money will provide for us. No, absolutely. You know, the word says, the the scripture says that money answers all things. And I know the way we look at that and read it, and I'm sure that's right, is that we just say, well, money takes care of things. Money <laughs> money pays for stuff. Man, money right. deals with stuff. Money answereth all things. But but I also think there's a spiritual meaning there, too, because God God thinks everything talks. Right. You know? Exactly. Uh, God thinks everything speaks, and I'm sure it does. We just don't hear it. But whenever whenever Jesus in Mark chapter 11 was walking from Lazarus and Mary and Martha's house where he had spent the night with his dear friends and he was walking into Jerusalem and he came to that famous fig tree, Mark chapter 11, the, it actually says there in Mark 11, it says, and Jesus answered the tree. Right. He answered it. I saw that when I was a, when I was a 16-year-old kid. And I said, what? He answered it. You don't answer something unless it says something to you. So I don't know what that tree said to him, but it obviously said something to Jesus he did not like. Because whenever whenever it said whatever it said to him, we don't know. We'll have to find out when we get to heaven. But it says he answered it and said, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. Wow. I mean, he cursed that thing and killed it dead. So whatever it said to him, he did not like it. And whatever he said to him, it was not right. That's and right. so it says that money answereth, answereth all things. That's right. And so when we have our money, uh, it, it talks to things. And uh, and it answers things. It certainly answers problems. It answers uh, situations that we need to spend it on. But there's also a, there's also a speaking to it. Just yesterday morning, you and I at breakfast uh, had a lovely breakfast here in in uh, in, in Miami out, out at a little pancake house. And a sweet little waitress that waited on us, or server that waited on us, and she had like a. It's like she had hurt her left arm. I don't know if she had sprained it or hyperextended right. it or what, but she had a wasn't a hard cast, but like a soft cast or a wrap on her left arm. And and she was so sweet and friendly and helpful and, and you know, when we got up to leave, well we you know, we gave her a tip that, that according to the bill should have been about six or seven dollars and uh we we gave her twenty. And uh and, and when she realized that we gave her twenty dollars, she came and got the bill and left. 
But then whenever she had seen what we gave her as the tip, then she turned around and came back to us and just said, oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, hope and you have a good hope day. Hope you have a good yeah, day. Been, and that, you know, that yeah. money answered things to her and caused her to turn around and answer us. It caused her to speak back to us. And, ver- and, and bottom line is she's thanking God. Well, you know, thank, what, thank God. I don't, anytime, what was it you said the other day? Anytime somebody gives you money, you say, thank God. Well, you and I had just been sitting there at the table talking about 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And then the Amplified Bible, it says that as God, you were teaching there out of, that God gives bread to the eater and seed to the sower, you know, and that kind of thing. And it says, and our money, here again, talks, mm-hmm. the Amplified says, our money cries out with many cries yeah. of thanksgiving to yeah. God, which is exactly what Our happens. money cries out with, with many thanksgivings yeah, to God. Yeah, if the fig tree talked <laughs> and money's talking, yeah. then then what happens when we help somebody, when we a- enable someone with our money to do the will of God and to live their life and be blessed, then the very first thing you hand somebody money and they're in need, the first thing they say is, oh, thank God. Oh, thank or, God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, yeah. You know, if, and even if they're not a Christian, they'll say, oh, thank you. Yeah. You know, there's or a Or if they're not a Christian, they may say, yeah. thank God still. Thank God still. I mean, they'll even say it. But there's always a thanksgiving. There's a crying out, a that thanking. That goes into the human soul. That when a need is met, when money is given, when when transactions are taking place sure. in the realm of the spirit, sure. then then that money cries out with many cries of thanksgiving to God. No, That's absolutely. how sacred our giving is. That's how sacred God sees a transaction here on this planet between a giver and a receiver. That when we do that, and I, I just think that you know all the things you said at at um, here at Words of Life when you receive the offerings. It was so thought-provoking to every one of us sitting out there that we are entering into the best investment dynamic we could sure. ever, ever have on this planet, and that it makes us realize that we're investing in the futures of millions of people potentially no, that can hear the gospel, receive the gospel. Just an idea, you know, when when the gospel is preached, if somebody just sits out there and repents of acting ugly. <laughs> and and they're going to turn their heart towards the Lord sure. to be, uh, you know, learn more and be reproved and be kind and be gentle. My goodness, that that I I don't understand heaven's accounting system, but it sure must be extensive. Oh sure, I I told God way back decades <laughs> ago. I said I want to keep one whole division of your CPA angels, your yeah. your accounting angels. I want to keep Me them too. busy figuring up. Uh, how to get a return on my money? I just want to give all the time. You yeah. know, cast your bread on the waters because it's going to come back right. after, after many, many days. days. But it, yeah. but if you cast it every day, it's going to come back every day, every right? Day. Every because day. it's finally going to catch up with itself. And so I just want to keep one one whole section of your accounting angels busy figuring out uh, what the return is on on my giving. But back to the little waitress. You know, we you know we've always said, and I learned this from Wayne Myers, my my dear mentor and spiritual father down in Mexico, is ninety five years old and uh, still preaching. But uh, you know we we don't we don't give tips we give offerings, right? You know we don't just tip a waitress we don't just tip a waiter we 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 give offerings we you exactly. want to bless them and minister to them and uh, same way at the you know in the in the in the hotels and in the in the bellman and the in the in the airports right. and just you know we we just need to not do the minimum tip we need to bless them and, and do right. something for them and uh, be a blesser and a giver and a sower one who sows. And, and to, to minister to them. But you even said that uh, when I finished receiving the offerings this last week, uh, you said, I had never heard you say that before. And it's because I don't 
take up offerings. You know, I'm never yeah. in a position to take right. up offerings. Right. But, uh, you know, I've got some insight there and some revelation that I've seen for years. And I say sometimes I, I see, seems like I see Scripture a little bit different than everybody else. And when I see Scripture, I always want to get in that Scripture and get in there with Jesus or with Paul or with Peter, whoever's talking, and see what they were doing and hear what they're saying and right. see what the situation is, see what the crowd's doing. And, and sometimes you can just kind of get in there and see, oh, I kind of, I kind of see where this is, where this is coming from. And uh, we want to we want to be able to be to be blessers and, and and to minister and and so anyway it was just such a blessing and we've been a partner with Brother Copeland, uh, my goodness, I've known Kenneth personally for forty five years, forty six years I guess, and I've been in the ministry fifty years. He's been in the ministry fifty one years, and uh, and a partner with him, partner with Brother Hagen, partner with Old Roberts, partner with with T.L. Osborne partnering with, with so many great ministries over the years. And then, of course, we partner with lots of missionaries and give to this one and that one and this one and that one. Uh, and then we have all that come back to us, you know, that, that, that we're, we're, we have it come back to us in the natural with money, uh, with blessings, with increase, with abundance. But then besides that, we get to be partnered with everything they do. Right. And every soul that's that right. they, that's one, and every ever ever healing that takes place, and every miracle that takes place, that's and right. it's just a, you know, God's economy is just a different, just well, a different it animal. It well, just works it different. You know, you know, heavenly mathematics is so much higher than earthly mathematics. You know, we we figure down here, uh, you know, how to work ma- mathematics, and we were just with our CPA yesterday, and our really good friend, uh, Guy Spurdudo, and he's a he's a master at at, at crunching numbers. Uh, you know, but he's also a Holy Ghost guy uh, and a giver, and and so he can't even figure out. We were laughing at him yesterday because he said that God had blessed him with with so much money with in a certain area. He had made a certain business deal, and God had blessed him. And he said, I can't even figure out where that money came from. And I said, well, That's pretty bad when you're a CPA and you can't figure out where the money came from. He said, but, that, I can't but that's find what it. that's where Holy Ghost economics come in. It no, it right. messes up a human mathematician. It messes up a human calculator because a human mathematician and calculator said, okay, I know where this money came from. I know know what makes these numbers match. But when God gets in it and starts multiplying stuff and and having angels deliver stuff, it gets so messed up that even the CPA throws his hands up and said, you know what? I don't know where this money came from. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's, you know, and that's such, not only is it exciting and thrilling to, to recognize that God has done some of those things for you in life, but it also... For everybody else that is not in that position at the moment, um, it should encourage you to realize that, that God really does like to do miracles and, and oh, show absolutely. out in His power, absolutely. especially in areas where it looks like it's absolutely impossible. And you know, we covenant with God all the time. Right. I mean, we covenant with Him. Uh, we don't just ask Him. We don't just believe Him. We don't just pray. We covenant with Him to bless our partners. Right, right. If somebody's going to give to us, some some little widow lady's going to give to us, or somebody on Social Security, or some millionaire, it doesn't matter, is going to yeah, give okay. to us, we covenant with Almighty God to bless them. And we pray for them every day. The Father, cause them to get money they don't even know where it came That's from. Right. Multiply it and bring it back. Compel men and women to give to their bosom, like you said in Luke six thirty eight. Right. Uh, bring it back a hundredfold, like you said, in, like Jesus said in Mark ten twenty nine and thirty. That whatever you give, whatever you leave, for the gospel's sake, uh, in Jesus' sake, He said you will get get it back now in this life a hundredfold and eternal life and the life to come with persecutions. Of course, That's we don't believe that the persecutions are <laughs> they're going to come. But uh, but you know that 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 heavenly mathematics, you just can't figure it out. No. You can't put a calculator to it. 
Well, it, and we covenant with God. We covenant with God. Right. I have partners come to me all the time. I write to me and say, Brother Terry, I just want you to know God blessed us. We gave you this offering, or we partnered since we've been partnering with you. You know, this this happened or this happened. And I tell them, I say, well, we, that's, because, that's because we don't take your partnership lightly, and we covenant with God to bless you. It, it's a serious thing with us. We, You know, and, and like I said, a lot of preachers, and, and I love preachers, but, you know, sometimes they'll, they'll you just get in a rut where they, they try to get a scripture for a, for a stick, and, uh, and or as a bait, and say, well, let's throw this out and see if the people will give. Well, I never take an offering trying to get the people to give. Right. I want the people to realize how they can receive. If you'll well, give, look right. what God can do for you. And I even told this story. And I got I got to quit. We've been going twenty three minutes, but but even in one of the offerings I received this week, I started talking to people about uh, when when I was in the army, and because people say, well, this stuff works for preachers. No, 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 it worked for me in the army. I wasn't a preacher. Yeah, I had right. never preached in my life, you know. What I mean, well, I had preached. I'd been in the mission fields and preached, but I mean, I I was not a preacher. I was a I was a military guy, I was an army guy, yeah. and and it worked for us in the army. We would take our the the salary that the Uncle Sam paid me was one hundred and twenty four dollars a month, mm. and that wasn't enough for us to live on. Uh, because we had bills back at home, we had just Jackie and I had just gotten married, and we had bills at home. We bought a new house and bought furniture, and 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 so we we started praying over our seed, over our finances, over our tithe, over our offering, and sending that tithe back home to the church, our home church. And I mean, God blessed us and blessed us. And I don't mean we had gazillions of dollars, but I mean we had way more than one hundred twenty-four dollars a month. No, that's and God right. would even cause center military people to bless me and to do things for us and give us stuff and give us good deals on stuff and give us favor. And uh, uh, just I, 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 well, I love heavenly economics. I love God's. Uh, I, I don't, I don't understand it, and, and I don't need to understand it. <laughs> no, but I no. just get involved in it and know it works. Well, and that helps us to understand that if we just keep our eyes on Jesus and praise past the fear of the need or the impossibility of the situation and trust in the Lord with all your heart and not lean to your own understanding that in all our ways acknowledge Him, He'll direct us. He will. He'll show us where to go, He'll what do to it. do. And sometimes where you thought it was going to take a $1,000 to fix it, God will somehow have it worked out to where it didn't cost you anything. You got it free. Amen. Somebody else paid Amen. for it, you know, Look, through an insurance policy or something. Well, that's right. And let me say this before we close. Oral Roberts said to me one time, he said, I, he said, I don't ever give a seed, don't ever give an offering without praying over it. No, that that right. changed my life, Renee. Well, I mean, does. pray over sure every offering we give. Place. You take that, instead of just dropping it in the bucket as the bucket goes by, just because you're a good Christian and you know you ought to do it, and the love bucket God. comes by and you love God, and <laughs> you drop an offering in the bucket and you don't right. think another thing about it. No, no, right. no, no, no. You pray over that thing. You pray, pray over that seed. That's and right. And just like you go out and plant tomato seeds in the yard, I don't just plant those things. I pray over them. Say, Lord, don't let the bugs get them, and no, don't let the right. worms get them, and don't let. Uh, you know, and get too hot and die, and don't let this happen. Just bless this planting, bless this sowing, and turn it into a harvest. Well, and it makes it a specific gift, a specific sure act of faith, sure and it, does. it doesn't make it a careless, flippant, just almost you're you're not even paying attention to what you're no, doing. That's right. But you do it deliberately, on purpose, in faith trusting God to Absolutely. meet your needs and bring you back the return. Well, we Before, sure appreciate yeah. our, our partners, and we pray over yes, them every <laughs> day, every day, every day. Anyway, I'm going to be preaching here on the 11th. If, uh, if y'all are in the, if you're listening today in the Miami area, That's I'm going to be right. preaching at we'll Words of Life uh, in, in, uh, in two weeks from, or a week from this coming Sunday. And then the very week after that, on the 18th, we'll be in Washington, D.C. area with uh, our dear friends Michael and Dee, Dee Freeman. And they've got uh, a huge church there, a blessed church there. We'll be doing uh, 
Uh, they've got three campuses. We'll be doing all three campuses. We'll be doing four services on three campuses on uh, the 17th and 18th That's of right. March, and we're really looking forward to that. And then uh, the week after that, there in the same area, we're ministering for a good friend, James Lavender, uh, ministering for him. I forget the date, whatever the next Sunday is after the 18th of March. But but uh, anyway, uh, we're just looking forward to preaching and preaching and preaching and preaching. And then when we get <laughs> home from plus. there, we'll change suitcases and go to go to the nation of Colombia in South America. And we'll That's be a right. week in uh, Bogota with our dear friends, the Romics, Pastor John and uh, uh, Romick and his sweet family, Elba and uh and the boys and then uh and then we'll go from there the very next week from bogota we'll go down to medellin and we'll be ministering with uh, uh jerry and barbara manderfield and uh the the romics there in bogota have the rama school and uh the wonderful church and then the manderfields down in medellin have the christ for the Nations school <laughs> and so we're going to be ministering to lots Good of bible wonderful. school students and uh plus we're going to have a pastor's conference and ministering to lots of pastors yeah, yeah. and so we're really looking forward to that and that that blows us through the month of april i guess and so uh uh we'll be we'll be talking to you of course every wednesday on a new podcast and we're excited about what god's doing we love amen. you and we're for you amen well just remember that Psalm 65:11 says that he crowns the year with his bounty and in all his fat paths drip like a honeycomb would drip <laughs> you know fatness abundance mm-hmm. goodness yeah. of god yeah. and that's what we're believing god with you uh, for so just remember to contact us uh, go to our website you can go to terrymize.com and uh, find all of our wonderful information there you can tell others about the podcast it's just a wonderful opportunity to give out resources hear from you know our preaching schedule and become partners if you'd like to do so with us all that information is on the website terrymiseministries.org well god bless you we look forward to seeing you next week and in the meantime just remember that you are more more than than conquerors conquerors. god bless you You've been listening to a Mize Missions podcast. For all the latest updates to our global projects, speaking engagements, and social media, visit us at terrymize.com. You can partner with us to give living bread to dying men around the world. Get involved at terrymize.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us. This has been a presentation of Terry Mize Ministries.